Hey everybody, this is Armando Torres, and you're listening to the show before the show. And I'm Paige Wesley. And with us we have... Um... Regrets? <laughs> yeah, a lot of them. Uh, uh, guilt about DMX's catalog? Ooh, yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Go through your Spotify's and clear out all that playlist with uh, R. Kelly, DMX, uh, a little bit of Nas in there, uh, but then keep yep. all of your Jay-Z, apparently. Uh, anyway, look. Even though he totally stabbed that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, hey, look, this is a good episode. Uh, it's very fun. Uh, I had a blast. And also, there's only two more of these left, including this one. So uh, I think you're going to love it as well. We dive into Kanye's political history, which is something that you've wanted to listen to since I told you about it. Yep. So uh, before we get started, hey, if you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash cult podcast. Um, you can follow us on social media. I'm uh, at Mondo Does Stuff, uh, M-A-N-D-O Does Stuff. And I'm at Rampage Wesley most places. And uh, if you like the sound of Paige's voice, you can go listen to Horror Virgin, Romancing the Pod. And if you like what's in her brain. But not my voice. If you like my ideas, but don't like the way they sound coming out of my face, <laughs> you can listen to Ship Hits the Fan. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think without any further ado, let's hop into the show. Hello. 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 Tactical bath on sale now. <laughs> Don't drink the Kool-Aid. For the purposes of this podcast, we define a cult as organizations that rally behind an entity or leader who espouse beliefs outside the norm. Organizations that require physical or monetary sacrifice as a condition of membership. Organizations in which the doctrines followed by the leaders are different than that of the followers. Organizations in which isolation is encouraged either by commune living or by a policy of disconnection from outside relationships. And organizations that actively recruit new members. All cults might have some or all of these traits. And as always, these, these are, are our opinions. opinions. Thank you for tuning into Cult Podcast. I'm Paige Wesley. And I'm Armando Torres. And with us we have... Uh, several weeks of vacation that seemingly didn't help me feel better about covering Kanye West. The illusion of being self-rested. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Hello, everybody. We're back. We took a... what. <laughs> We took what I'm calling a holiday holiday hiatus, but was actually just several weeks in a row of, of working on other stuff. That is true. I mean, it did start with me uh, on a cruise in Europe and then continued with my husband being very, very sick when we got home yeah, and Jesus. then Christmas and then came back as you were then ordered to Texas last minute. Yeah, and for reference, if you know anything about the Wesley family, you know that Christmas and celebrating it is a full-time job. Full-time. Yeah, you're making full cookies. Time. You're making ornaments, make which isn't I even a bit. Like, you, you make them. Well, the ornament exchange is the first weekend in January, or in December, so that had already happened, ah. but yeah <laughs> i forgot yeah you'd been contracted out long before <laughs> yes 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 i have a standing ornament appointment yeah i was uh i was ordered out shipped out to texas to austin um i filmed something in december and then we filmed uh more stuff that was oh my god it's so fun and i really can't wait to talk about it um and it, and it'll I'll definitely announce it whenever we're allowed to, uh, but they also kept me there to offset the cost. This is a peek behind the curtain for budgeting. They offset the cost by keeping me there and having me film other content. So we like on my birthday, by the way, which is yeah. I was gonna ask. I was like, did you just shoot stuff on your birthday? Absolutely, baby. <laughs> on Wednesday, January eleventh, I filmed uh, two podcasts. And a Let's Roll, which is a board game show for Achievement Hunter. Um, and I filmed a video that is on my Instagram where uh, Gavin Free pushed me on a scooter and then let go when I was at top speed and I fell and hurt my knee. <laughs> and that's I how. saw that. I was like, no. <laughs> 
That's how I'm bringing in 27. I'm in my late 20s now, baby. Yes, every late <sighs> 20s birthday comes with one of those orthopedic boots. <laughs> what a wild concept. If you've been listening to the show for long enough, you get to hear me go from being like what, 22 or something to just age. You you were 20, you were 20 when we started. Because I remember you could not legally drink with with Maria and I, like the first couple episodes. And then you turned 21 and we had to inform Marie that you had not been 21 (laughs) that entire time. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) What a great experiment to see if recording your 20s on a podcast every week. Turns out not a great idea. Yeah. Uh, you know huh. who would know about that? Mr. Kanye of the West. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. And before we get into it, I want to go over our sources. Uh, we have a biography on Kanye West written by Audrey Boris and Douglas Lynn. Uh, we have an exclusive interview with Kanye's former associates uh, by Cheyenne Roundtree for Rolling Stone. And that comes in a little bit uh, this week, but is mostly going to be uh next week which fucking hey spoiler alert (laughs) there's gonna be one more (laughs) when we had to take a break a to make sure that we captured all of the current kanye happenings Mm -hmm. uh, that meant adding two episodes to our originally intended list so there's one more after this yeah i decided that uh that uh i didn't want to sort of gloss over some smaller stuff um or or really i just didn't want to condense everything into one smaller episode so i split them up into two and now you get to be just as frustrated as i have been so congratulations there you go can't beat it (laughs) we have an opinion piece by dorica purnell for the guardian uh, we have another opinion piece by Molly Roberts for the Washington Post. Uh, we have multiple tweets and interview quotes from Kanye himself. We have Raising Kanye by Dr. Donda West, uh, of course. And very briefly, we have the Netflix documentary Genius. And then, of course, several posts and interviews made available on Alex Jones' website, InfoWars, baby. Wait, have we <sighs> reached the era of Kanye West where he was tweeting things like eat in French ass restaurants, like that kind of shit. Cause like, uh, that's always been the era. Of that's Kanye fair. West. That's fair. But yes, it's been like a, like a century of Kanye West. Yeah. Oh my God. It feels like he's been around forever. <laughs> he is endless <laughs> and inevitable. Uh, all villains one day become Kanye West. Yes, he is Annihilation, a movie that I watched for the first time over this break and then has been on TV four more times. I also watched Annihilation for the first time over this break. Hold up. Hold the phone. Okay, we got to pause for a couple seconds. Uh, How fucking great is that movie? It's fucking awesome, dude. I So I started watching Annihilation at like 2 a.m. and then within the first like 20 minutes was like na 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 this movie's too good to like watch stoned at two in the morning i gotta save it for when i'm when i'm stoned in the morning (laughs) like regular morning time so i yeah i turned it off and then watched it in the daytime over breakfast with my mom and her new boyfriend (laughs) who is uh by the way he is he's from fargo and he is the most midwest you could possibly get tacos don't you know (laughs) and i by the way i really like the guy i like him a lot and he loves movies i mean this guy really loves breaking down like movies and tv shows and we got along really well but it's also really funny to hear him be like Oh yeah, so I don't really know what uh, what's going on here, but it feels like it's sort of like a representation for like cancer and how yes. you sort of like, yes, <laughs> it's so of funny. course. Oh, okay. So I had a very similar experience where I was in the middle of finishing or or at least working on some scripts for ship hits so we could stay ahead, mm-hmm. right? And so I'm like, and the gunner ships have over the bow and. It was on Pluto, so I came in like part of the way through, and so I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's happening, but like, and so I'm kind of like half watching it over my screen, and then I was just like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> and I was like, 
And Jake was like, no, you should watch this movie. It's amazing. I love this movie. And then the more I watched it, the more I was like, I need to see this from the beginning. Like, I can't just, yep. I can't just like half screen this. So then the following day while I was working, like my regular work job, I was like waiting for a meeting thing and waiting to hear from somebody. And it was on again and I caught it from the beginning and I was like, oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> We're doing this. And then I couldn't look away from it. And so Jake comes home and I'm like watching the end of it while scrolling through articles on my phone of like, so is it about cancer or is it just the inevitability of death? And he was just like, do you like think the bear was cool? And I was like, <laughs> yes, the bear was the bear with the human scream was very cool. God, it's fucking enjoyed it quite a bit. Terrifying. It's so weird that we both just were like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to watch Annihilation now. <laughs> I felt so behind cuz I was like, man, this amazing movie has been out for so long and nobody told me. I mean, people have told me, but like not like nobody that I like trusted enough to be like, you need to fucking watch this right now. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I uh so I've been like I've been on a real like uh, sci-fi kick lately. It's been oh, what yes. what I've been into the most. Um, and so, what's funny is that me, my mom, and her boyfriend all got interested in it for different reasons. Because I was like, "Dude, I love sci-fi. The visuals yeah. look really cool. I really want to watch it." Uh, my mom's boyfriend was like, "Oh, it's got Alex Garland directing. That's real interesting. I that like his other That was another thing that made me really want to watch it. I was just like." Alex Garland though he's done some good work yeah he was I shit you not this is almost a direct quote he goes like I really like that they're uh, ex machina so I thought maybe you know I'd like this movie too he said I really like okay. that they're ex machina that they're ex machina uh, with that there Oscar Isaac. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then my mom got into it because I was like, it's got Oscar Isaac in it. And she was like, oh, shit. Oh, hell shit, yeah. boy. Hell let's go. Yeah. Damn. Hell yeah. Uh, we were sitting around the kitchen table and my mom, who was who a teacher, came home and had just found out that there's a machine learning program that's learning to write school essays. And she had like pulled some up to see if they like actually were good at it and they're scarily frighteningly good at it Ooh. and and she was like they're making inferences they're making choices like it is choosing and connecting themes and it's alarming that a machine is learning this and i was like mom this is why we need to watch ex machina like right now <laughs> and she was like no it's too real <laughs> not only do you have to watch ex machina but then you have to go out go to a movie theater and watch megan in theaters because that movie uh, fucking I, rocks dude i have to wait because we're I spo future spoiler we're doing it on horror virgin like for a specific month with some other movies mm -hmm. so we're waiting until it's like streaming so everyone can do it uh but that just means i have to wait to see it it but. is phenomenal uh if possible i would say go see it in the theater because it was such a fun experience to be with like a bunch of other people who were anytime something ridiculous happened we all just laughed at the screen well it's written by the girl who wrote malignant yep. and i fucking love malignant so i was like oh i'm here for this anyway back to kanye west yeah yeah that's uh go watch annihilation if you haven't uh go yeah, watch yeah. that there uh ex machina if go you watch haven't. that there ex machina and go fear for that there then future um <laughs> as sa skynet comes to kill us all there's like two people in fargo that are like that's not how we fucking sound you that's fucking not how posers. we talk that's not where we put our that then vowels um <laughs> Yeah. Ex Machina, though. Fucking great. <laughs> so, during the last three episodes, uh, we've covered the history of Kanye Omari West. From his childhood of being treated like a gift from God, uh, to the self-imposed victimhood of his adult years, and finally his religious awakening that was a little too culty for anyone's comfort. But in the next two episodes, we're going to cover the reason that he's been on the forefront of our minds lately. Uh, because over the last few years, the rapper's controversies have been less about how great Beyonce is and more about spreading hateful messages, including a ton of anti-Semitism, alongside some of the far right's biggest personalities. But how did we get here? How did a dude that made a song called Black Skinhead become, um, well, a black, a black skinhead? skinhead. Yeah. <laughs> 
the signs were there the whole time. <laughs> yeah, they were. The shimmer has reached our shores. They were way bigger signs than you would have thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we dive into Kanye's long history of anti-Semitism, like way longer than you think, uh, I think that we should cover his history and involvement with politics. Kanye has never been afraid to speak up on social issues that are important to him. Uh, as we covered in episode two, even his debut album, College Dropout, was filled with lyrics that touched on police brutality, voter discrimination, and racism. He even rapped about uh, how his grandfather got arrested during the 1958 Cats drugstore sit-in. That was, you oh, know... Yeah. The thing that we talked about his mom and his grandfather being a part of. But it goes further than lyrics. In a 2005 interview with MTV News, Kanye took... Hold on. Bitch, got your ass. <laughs> got your fucking ass. Elliot, leave it in. I fucking killed a fly. I fucking one clap that motherfucker. One clap. Mm. One shot. One opportunity to kill every fly you ever wanted. <laughs> Would you let it go? Or just slap it. <laughs> I fucking slapped the shit out of that motherfucker. Mm -hmm. In a 2005 interview with MTV News, Kanye took a big swing against homophobia in hip-hop, which, especially at the time, was a huge deal. Just for reference, one of the biggest hits from that era of hip-hop was DMX's Where the Hood At. Wait, okay, can we talk about Where the Hood At for a second? Oh yeah, baby. Do you recall... A little less than a year ago, um, when we were in Kansas City, you, myself, Mikey and Todd, and DMX had just passed away, and we were like, let's throw one up for DMX. We were on our way driving to the show, and we put on Where the Hood At. Yeah. And we were like, holy shit, and turned it off just like moments later. Yeah. We were like, I did not remember uh that much horrific anti-gay rhetoric in this song no one ever fucking does <laughs> look <laughs> i'm gonna be real with you guys the song's a fucking bop all right it's an anthem and it still gets everyone hyped to this day but it also contains lyrics like quote last i heard y'all was having sex with the same sex i show no love to homo thugs how are I'm sorry. How are you gonna explain fucking a man? Even if we squash the beef, I ain't touching your hand. Okay, I can explain it. So, I mean, depending on the man that you're having sex with, mm -hmm. some will have a penis, and if that is the case, then they might want to have penetrative sex. Mm. And depending on your particular set of genitals that you have, uh, you would have to negotiate. Where the hood? Where the hood? Where the hood? Where the hood at? <laughs> Yeah, I forgot exactly what happened was like, we turned the song on and we were like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. And then it got to that point and we all got really quiet and rolled up the windows and just turned the, we turned the radio off and just kind of sat there in silence. Oh, God. Where we were like, oh. we've learned the error of our ways <laughs> immediately. Yeah. Those bars, by the way, were intended to be a diss to another popular rapper, Ja Rule. Uh, what? Yeah, yeah. DMX was beefing with Ja Rule, and he accused him of being gay because that's just kind of that's just kind of what you did back in the day. I mean, is Ja Rule gay? I don't ever remember that being a thing about Ja Rule, but I don't know about Ja Rule flaming, but he did do a lot with Firefest, so maybe. That's true, that's true. No, no, no. It's not, and, and that's kind of the point. Is like if you're doing a diss track. You just kind of called people gay. I mean, even in the legendary diss track, Ether, where Nas takes on Jay-Z, which, by the way, Ether is regarded by most as the gold standard for diss tracks, you can hear bars where Nas calls his opponent, <laughs> and I'm, I'm not... I'm not happy with myself for finding this as funny as it is, but he calls Jay-Z gay-Z. <laughs> <laughs> I, here's the thing. I find it funny because it's so lazy. It's so lazy. <laughs> that uh, is lazy. He calls, yeah, he calls, he calls him gay Z and then implies that, quote, Cockafella Records has AIDS. 
what is this roast battle in 2013 exactly uh- <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh man it's, that that is it's so fucking stupid in that t- 2005 interview kanye talks about meeting his gay cousin's partner and realizing that the words he and his fellow rappers use have consequences uh and here's a quote from that interview quote Everybody in hip-hop discriminates against gay people. You play a record, and if it's whack, it's, that's gay, dog. And I just want to come on TV and just tell my rappers, just tell my friends, yo, stop it, fam. So, that's like, I mean, again, at the time, people, at the time, people called Kanye gay because he dressed well. So, like, for him to really step out and be like, let's stop doing this this is actually hurting people was at the time a huge step forward now correct me if i'm wrong is this also the time of that uh south park episode no that would come later the south later the south park episode came around 808s and heartbreak okay okay where then yeah and then he flips full 180 i mean that's the thing about kanye is that like he did say he he did say like hey we shouldn't hate on gay people but then he also got really mad at the insinuation uh of being called gay there's also again this is after this in uh the song stronger he uses the lyric well i'd do anything for a blonde dyke so yeah like he's you know he's like because it rhymes with klondike yeah and what would you do for a klondike bar yeah yeah well he would do he he would do just about anything it sounds like um and of course also in 2005 there was kanye's infamous appearance at the concert for hurricane relief where the rapper criticized the federal response to katrina uh by saying george bush doesn't care about black people yeah, while standing next to noted serial killer Michael Myers. <laughs> Again, I know I said it before, but just go watch that. Go watch that clip yeah. where Michael Myers does not know what to do. <laughs> there was, uh, I found a clip the other day where they're uh, doing a parody of it where he, Kanye is standing next to Michael Myers and they're doing an interview at like a hockey game or something. Mm-hmm. And somebody asks Kanye something, and they point the mic at Kanye, and Michael Myers gets right in Kanye's face and goes, don't do it, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. (laughs) Very good. Uh, But the first time that Kanye became actively involved in politics was in 2008, thanks to a small-time politician by the name of Barack Obama. Um, Which, I guess... Never heard of him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who has... <laughs> I guess what I'm trying to say here is thanks Obama. First you raise my gas prices, then you make my Kanye all political. Wow. Wow. Thanks. Wow. Thanks. Nice. <laughs> During his 2008 presidential campaign, Barack Obama sat down with rappers Kanye West and Gay Z uh, to talk about <laughs> education crime and how hip-hop could be used as a tool to reach the youth in an effective manner um but also it was a it was mainly a tactic to get votes because this is fucking america and a lot of us are idiots who just listen to what our favorite celebrities tell us to do the problem is kanye didn't see his meeting with obama as a press opportunity he insisted that (laughs) that he had actually consulted on obama's campaign And as Obama's newest staffer, he decided to help the best way he knew how by performing at the Democratic National Committee Party. Oh, man. I I can already see where this can go bad. (laughs) Kanye took the stage alongside Jamie Foxx and excitedly told the crowd that he wished his mama could have seen this day. And then, in perhaps the wildest choice possible, he dedicated the song Gold Digger to Obama and his campaign. Oh, no. Now, here's the thing. That song was wildly popular at the time. Yeah. uh, And that song is interesting because i believe it was actually originally written for him to give to another artist Mm -hmm. and then he chose to record it himself so some parts of it are sung from the perspective of a black woman which is kind of interesting uh that said probably not the best to sing 
for the party that is always being accused of spending more money than we have. So, like, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a real, it's a choice. Uh, after Obama was elected, Kanye was one of the artists that was uh, picked to play at his inauguration in 2009, along with fellow future Trump supporter Kid Rock, which I <laughs> fucking did, did. Well, first of all, I did see him becoming a Trump supporter. That's like a mile away. Um, did not see him playing at Obama's <laughs> inauguration, though. That's fucking wild. Also, uh, Kid Rock by the is such a huge Trump supporter, by the way, that he now starts all of his concerts with a pre-recorded message from Donald Trump. Oh, I hate that. The future, uh, the former president and future inmate, uh, gets the crowd hyped by saying, "Quote." Hello, everyone. I love you all. I know you're having a great time at this Kid Rock concert tonight. Quite frankly, he's amazing. All of you are truly the backbone of our great country. Hardworking, God-fearing, rock and roll patriots. Holy shit. I mean, it does make sense, though, because if you rearrange the letters in ba wita ba da bang da bang diggy 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 said the boogie set up, shut the boogie. It says that JFK Jr. is going to arrive with helicopters to bring about the apocalypse so that Donald Trump, our Lord, may he reign long time, uh, will come to power. So, yeah, you've also don't Google it. You, you, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I was Googling. Uh, I was, uh, I was Googling this song. You know, the whole thing about um, how Kid Rock wrote that song for Osmosis Jones, right? Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the the other thing that I was going to say that they have in common is that Kid Rock wrote such lyrics as, quote, young ladies, young ladies, I like them underage, see? Some say it's statutory, but I say it's mandatory. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, people are terrible. (laughs) Also, here's the thing. I have never learned a new fact about Kid Rock and been like, huh? Well, that improves my opinion of him. <laughs> yeah, if anything, I learn a fact about Kid Rock, and then I go, yeah, that makes sense. Like, I learned that Kid Rock also was married to Pamela Anderson and went, huh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, I will say, I don't know if you recall, but a, quite a few years ago on this podcast, we suggested using the phrase Kid Rock in place of calling things gay as a slur. <laughs> I don't remember this. Where we were like, don't use the word gay as a slur. Don't use it to mean bad things because uh-huh. it's unkind. But someone who could definitely stand to be used as a slur is Kid Rock. <laughs> so we're like, pretty fucking Kid Rock of you. Like, this oh. album, Kid Rock as hell. So you know what? Bring that back. Oh, yeah. Whatever you say, Kid Rock Z. Mom, Dad, I'm Kid Rock. No! I would actually I would actually disown my kid if they came out as Kid Rock. I'm not gonna... I thought we raised you right! <laughs> I you did, Mom, far right. <laughs> oh, terrible. <laughs> oh my god. Terrible. By the way, uh this recording that plays before Kid Rock's concert also features an entire uh section about how Kid Rock is one of the greatest entertainers of all time, but that he is not as good a golfer as Donald Trump. You know, I would have let him play guitar, but I can't trust a man who's got a handicap like that. <laughs> I can't trust a man who can't guitar par under three. I don't know about golf. I don't no, know you did golf pretty things. well there for a bit. Thank you. After a few quick tips on golf, which is, again, not a bit, Trump ends the recording by saying, quote, let's make America rock again. Oh. Yeah. Unfortunately, Kanye's goodwill with President Obama would run out in 2009 when the rapper stormed the stage at the VMAs to interrupt Taylor Swift's acceptance speech. Uh, In a leaked off-the-record segment of a CNBC interview, Obama referred to the incident and called Kanye a jackass. I remember this. Oh, yeah. It It was weirdly huge news. Yeah. 
Uh, that is when Ye made a realization, and the validity of this realization is up for debate, uh, I think, on both sides, but it is something that he believes wholeheartedly. He realized that the Democratic Party will use black people to gain votes and then dump them the moment that they are no longer useful. Here's the thing. Not wrong. And and I say that as someone who tends to vote that way, but like that we have a history of doing that. Yeah, absolutely. So the rest of Kanye's history with political parties is complicated, to say the least. I mean, the man flip-flops more than a gay fish on land. Oh, shit! (laughs) Oh, shit! Fuck yeah! Shouts out South Park, dude. Like I said, I was stuck in a hotel for over a week, so you know that I was watching a lot of basic cable, baby. Um, I just want to correct you really quick, though. It's Mm -hmm. a kid rock fish. Oh, yeah. Of course. Of course. Of course. How could I be so stupid? How could I be so stupid? I did actually, that episode did come on while I was watching uh cable tv um and basically the only things that i watched was south park uh out of order episodes of the office gravity falls and then a bunch of commercials where former football players tell me how to solve my low testosterone problem or buy nfts or buy Um, nfts yes so in that south park episode one of my favorite things about it and having seen it recently you will recall is if you haven't seen the South Park episode, they make a joke where it's like, you know, do you like fish sticks? Then you're a gay fish. And Mm -hmm. it's a play on the idea that when you say fish sticks fast, it sounds like fish dicks. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's a scene where Kanye's trying to figure out why it's funny and what he has in common (laughs) with gay fish. And he's like, so fish live in the ocean and I am a genius and all the things he has in his com- column is just like genius, brilliant, innovator. And he's like, I don't understand how that makes me a gay fish. It's too I, funny. The thing that I love about it and did not remember is how hard they went against Carlos Mencia. Who so hard. They like Carlos Mencia, for those of you that don't remember, was at the time under fire for stealing jokes. So they also threw him in there. And there's a part where Kanye's like, You wrote the joke. And this is like paraphrasing, but all of these words are used in that episode. Carlos Mencia goes, no, man, I just made up the jokes because I'm not funny, dude. Like, I stole them, dude. I never make up anything, dude. Come on, man. Like, I'm, I'm fucking, like, I'm ugly and I'm a piece of shit and no one likes me and I and my dick is broken, dude. I got no dick, man. Come on. And it's like, God damn, dude. I know. Well, but that was a thing at the time and his career never recovered. No, no, it did not. No, you know? uh, what's his name? Ned Holness is his actual name. And uh, f- fuck that guy. He made an entire career out of being a stereotype ab- uh, about Mexicans and then isn't Mexican. My point is, is that uh, Kanye flip flops a lot. So he would continue to support Obama, even donating $1,000 to his reelection campaign, but then talk shit on the former president anytime his name came up again. He and his family backed Hillary Clinton in 2016, despite the fact that he wore a MAGA hat and claimed uh, that he would have voted for Trump if he had ever voted. He endorsed a black progressive mayoral candidate uh, for Chicago, but then also supported Candace Owens and her Blexit movement, which urged black Democrats to flip sides and become Republicans. Uh, But it seems like over time, Kanye becomes more and more of what journalist Molly Roberts calls a right-wing darling. Uh, Her piece for the Washington Post, as well as Derecka Purnell's opinion piece for The Guardian, really sums up the transition well. Kanye, like many newly conservative celebrities, has shifted farther right the more that he has acquired wealth. Because it's important to remember that Kanye was worth, at one point, over a billion dollars. And even after all of the controversies, he is still a multi-millionaire. He, his net worth is something like $400 million. It's really not hard to see why he has related so hard uh, to the myth of Donald Trump. You know, they're both people who have used the illusion of outlandish wealth and self-aggrandizement to turn their dreams into realities. Like, I want you to remember when we were covering Kanye's adulthood and he wouldn't 
pay his rent or his phone bill, but he would go out and buy like chains and fancy clothing and mm-hmm. all of this stuff to sort of put on. He would lease cars that he couldn't afford so that he could put on this illusion of success and then, uh, you know, do that whole fake it till you make it thing. In a recent interview with Tucker Carlson, Kanye affirmed his respect for Trump, saying, quote, his name is on buildings. Wealth. Oh, my God. So is McDonald. Like, what? Are, I mean, you could. Hey, get a can of spray paint and anyone could have their name on a building. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That is a point that I've never thought about before is technically speaking, Torres could be on every building in my neighborhood if I bought enough spray paint and could run fast enough. Um, so wealth and status have become Kanye's main focus and the Republican Party runs on those two things. But wealth isn't the only factor. As we just mentioned, Kanye became disillusioned with the Democratic Party, as I think a lot of us have in the last few years. Uh, But instead of joining other progressive radicals that criticize the party while holding on to their values, people like uh, Cornell or Colonel West, Aja Monet or Reverend Jeremiah Wright, he started to buy into the myth of quote-unquote free thinkers. And to be clear, when I say free thinkers i'm referencing the new right-wing personalities who believe that to criticize the left you have to be on the right the term refers to those who uh say things even when they're not politically correct you know it's the people who hold up shitty beliefs and then face backlash and blame the quote-unquote woke thought police which i i just want to say this now you should be able to, and practice this, criticize the groups you're a part of so they can be better. No group is perfect, and when faced with criticism, they should examine whether or not there are ways to improve. That doesn't mean you abandon the thing that you're a part of. That means you work to make it better, and criticism is a part of that. So, Practice constructive criticism in your life, in all areas of your life. Do it. A hundred percent. Embrace it. That's what we were talking about when uh, 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 a while ago when when Biden was elected. Uh, we had an episode where we were like, well, I'm glad that's over, but also Biden sucks and I don't support fucking a cop lawyer being vice president. And people were like, how are you going to talk about how bad Trump is and then criticize a Democrat? And it's like, because... Not criticizing the guy was the whole thing we were railing against when we talked about Trump. Right. Yeah. There's no perfect person. There's no perfect party. There's no perfect anything. We're all constantly fighting towards getting better. And that means, like you said, calling out things when they're wrong. Right. So Kanye's alignment with this free thinker right wing bullshit is ironic for two reasons. Firstly, Uh, Because their ideas are mostly like, you need to act and think like me or else you're a godless heathen, which seems more thought policey than telling people you can't, telling Papa John's you can't say the N-word or something. I mean, and you know where that landed him? In the poorhouse while Shaq runs his business. (laughs) So, Dude, I saw so many commercials with Shaq in them on cable TV, by the way. I, there was a, not a bit. There was one point where I saw three Shaq commercials back to back to back. It was for Papa John's, it was for the General, and it was for Icy Hot. Three yeah. in a row. Fucking I mean, crazy. and you know what? I hate Papa John's pizza. I mm-hmm. think it's disgusting. It's Have I ordered it more than once because I want to support Shaq sometimes? Yes. Every once in a while I look at it, I'm like, maybe it won't be shitty this time. I mean, do it for Shaq. It's shitty every it's time. It's every single time. Shaq, I love you, buddy. I love you, I dog. I love you, but the pizza's not good. It's awful. Never has been. It wasn't good under the other guy either. It's just like, you're in charge now. You have the power to make a difference, Shaq. Yeah. Better ingredients, worse pizza, Papa John's. Papa John's. Uh, The second reason it's ironic, by the way, is because those same people that Kanye now aligns himself with have been his biggest critics until he started being shitty. 
He yep. appeared on Alex Jones's Infowars and used the site to launch a new single, despite the fact that Alex Jones once called him, quote, a microcosm of America's degeneration, which is, Jeez. yeah, it's not just like, oh, I don't like Kanye West. It was like Kanye West is part of the reason America is failing. Which you is, gotta say it like Alex Jones, though. You gotta be like, a microcosm <laughs> of the degeneration of the American people turning the fucking frogs gay. Listen up, America! Like, that's what it is. I'm that's tired of all been. these kid rock frogs! But also, buy tactical bath. You uh, <laughs> you know you need it. Did you say tactical bath? Did you? I'm sorry, do you not know about tactical bath? Uh, are they just right-wing bath bombs? No, they are just dude... Uh, baby wipes is basically oh it's tactical bath because it's the bath on the go he brands everything as if you're a soldier in the apocalypse well and it's just like you're gonna need this when you're running from the fucking democratic zombies infiltrating our cities and our towns and coming for your daughter like that's what it is first of all i'm glad that somebody had the balls to finally fucking say it the dirty disgusting tactical wiped balls to say it <laughs> The fucking wrinkly, saggy, beet red balls to say yes. what he's thinking. Ugh, what a fucking idiot. Bill O'Reilly uh, once described Kanye as, quote, a disease. Uh, but now that same person called his, quote unquote, cancellation an attack by American Stalinists. Uh, but weirdly enough, this is why Kanye seems to love these people. I I'm like 99% sure we touched on the backstory behind my beautiful dark twisted fantasy before, but in case we haven't, or if you need a reminder, it came after the Kanye Taylor Swift incident. After he stormed the stage at the VMAs, Kanye became a social outcast. Nobody wanted to work with him. His album sales tanked and he was mostly excluded from the Grammys. And like we covered earlier, the president of the United States called him a jackass. Yep. So, you know, he was kind of upset. And in order to fix that, he decided that he was going to make an album so good that no one could be mad at him. He did not succeed because that's also not how it works. <laughs> well, I wish I could say that, but it did kind of, it kind of works, Paige. It kind of I mean, it, it worked in that people kind of forgot about the Taylor Swift thing, but that's also more of a time and yeah. news cycle thing. Yeah, yeah. The album, though, is a classic. Uh, it changed the trajectory of hip-hop, and it was met with so much critical acclaim that when the Grammys didn't include it as a nominee for Album of the Year, it was widely called a snub by people even outside of the hip-hop community, despite the fact that it did win Best Rap Album and several other Grammys. But now, Kanye has aligned himself with the people who truly believe that they quote-unquote tell it like it is. Time and time again, we've seen people with shitty takes and opinions be <sighs> canceled only to air quotes, yeah, canceled. air quotes canceled only to find immense support from a new fan base of free thinkers whose devotion seems to come with a ton of financial backing. I mean, I can't believe Crystalia got canceled, but also still gets to work at the improv and yep. like everywhere. Yeah, I can't believe <laughs> yeah. this fucking pedophile so canceled. Got to, gets to work and get it gets a Patreon and like, yeah, it's 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 all that shit. I mean, for fucking proof, just look at the man himself, Donald J. Trump. He has made over forty five million dollars selling MAGA hats. He makes over eighty thousand dollars a day selling Trump merch, and roughly four point five million dollars were made off of his digital trading cards, which, as an aside, is clearly a way for him to accept multiple transactions under the ten thousand dollar limit that requires him to report them to the IRS that can come from anywhere because they are not supposed to be uh, tracking where those finances come from. So it's kind of weird. And they're not technically ca campaign funding because he got in trouble after he lost for raising money, allegedly not for campaign funding, but using it that way. Like yeah. multiple times he has. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking it's it's horseshit. But that's the point is that it's not hard to see why Kanye has found the far right so appealing. And as long as he continues to spout their free thinker bullshit, 
they will also continue to prop him up. I mean, like we already talked about other people, but you can see it over and over. What was the, what was the, the lady's name from uh, um, uh, the Mandalorian? Uh, she was Gina the, Carano. Gina yeah, Carano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had real shitty opinions, and then uh, got taken off the show, and then now has like a fierce support of people who didn't know who she was, uh, don't like the stuff that she was in before, but are willing to support her endlessly because you know that's what we do. You have the same yeah. opinions of me, so obviously I have to support you. Um, but. If we're going to talk about Kanye's political history, we have to talk about the time that he ran for president. Let's do it. Let's do it. (laughs) Now, for most politicians, it's difficult to pinpoint the exact moment they decided to run for president. For some, it's been a lifelong dream to improve the country and to take the biggest office that we have available uh, as a nation. For others, it was when they realized that it would be a good promotion for their real estate business. You know, it differs. It's <laughs> It differs. It differs. It differs. But in the case of Kanye West, we know exactly when he made the decision. In 2015, the VMAs offered him the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award. It's also known as the Lifetime Achievement Award. It is a merit given to artists and directors who have made an outstanding contribution or uh, a profound impact on music videos and pop culture. So they offer him this award. While he was taking a shower at his mother-in-law Chris Jenner's house, he thought about how funny it would be if he announced a presidential campaign during his acceptance speech, which is fucking outlandish and crazy and wild, but it is also exactly what he did. Yep. After being introduced by none other than Taylor fucking Swift. Wild. That was the craziest shit ever. <laughs> fucking dumb dude Kanye gave an 11 minute acceptance speech that felt like a mix between a rant and a sermon and in that speech he defended his decision to interrupt Taylor Swift back in 2005 he did it again by claiming that Justin Timberlake stole a Grammy from CeeLo he shit on MTV and the VMAs and then he ended it with quote it ain't about me It's about ideas, bro. New ideas. People with ideas. People who believe in the truth. And yes, you probably could have guessed by this moment, I have decided in 2020 to run for president. Fucking mic drop, walk off stage, begin the planning. (laughs) So crazy. That's so wild. Oh my God, dude. It's awesome. It's so great. It's so great that we live in a day and age where you can do that. I mean, that's that's how you basically announced running for mayor via yeah. Twitter. <laughs> yeah, because I got a parking ticket. <laughs> God, it's so dumb. But, okay, here's where things get a little tricky. Technically speaking, Kanye announced his intent to run for president in 2015. However, his official campaign wasn't announced until the 4th of July on 2020. Now, why is that an issue? Because at that point, he was past the filing deadline to run for a majority party in all 50 states. He was past most primary elections, and he was past at least four deadlines to run as an independent candidate. Yeah, I was going to say he was past the write-in date even, I think. Yep, 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 yep. But despite all of that, Kanye insisted that he was serious about running. Uh, He announced his two campaign advisors, Kim Kardashian and Tesla CEO Elon Musk. Good night. Now, here's the crazy thing. Given more time and having met deadlines, Kim Kardashian's not a bad choice. No. Because she is a secret smart lady. Yeah. She's yeah. great. The worst part about all of this is like, you wonder why, and, and I didn't touch on it as much as I should have in this, but like, when he backed Candace Owens, Kim Kardashian is the one that explained what she was actually trying to do. And as soon as he understood it, Kanye was like, oh, fuck her. Actually, we have beef now. Yeah. Uh, when he went and supported Trump, Kim Kardashian was the one that was like, guys, 
He likes his personality. He doesn't understand the politics. Right, right, right. Like, if you're wondering why Kim Kardashian left Kanye West, it's because she has been doing damage control since the day they got, in, like, I was going to say married, but honestly, before that, even. When they started dating, basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She is, if anything, I have so much respect for Kim Kardashian because she is, like you said, she's secret smart lady. She's the brains behind all of this shit. Like, like not all of this bad shit, all of the good shit. All, all of, of like, the cover-ups for a yeah, lot of the bad yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's a better way to put it. Yeah. Um, Kanye claimed, by the way, that if he was elected, that Elon Musk would become the head of our space program, which is a bad idea that's how you get the aliens franchise yeah 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 it's also how you get several teslas stuck in orbit yeah and there's already one up there oh yeah in an interview on july 7th 2020 kanye revealed that he was running under a new political party that he called the birthday party i remember this fuck yes because quote when we win it's everybody's birthday. It's so dumb, Paige. It's so dumb. Oh, God. What fresh hell do we live in? In that same interview, he announced his running mate, uh, Michelle Tidball, who is a relatively unknown Christian preacher from Wyoming uh, with uh, seemingly zero political experience or knowledge or education or anything uh i have a sneaking suspicion that she didn't really know what was happening but i you know there's not enough information to 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 say for sure uh when questioned about his choice he insisted that it made sense because he was quote running for president as a service to god oh jeez in an effort to collect the required number of signatures he needed to make it onto the ballot, Kanye started hosting his own campaign rallies, the most famous being his first event, uh, which was held in North Charleston, South Carolina on July 19th, 2020. He took the stage wearing a bulletproof vest and ranted about a number of topics, including his opposition to gun control, a wild take from a man wearing a bulletproof vest. I'm just going to say it seems like if you're afraid of getting shot, maybe be careful about who has guns, whatever. Uh, He talked about his support for the LGBT community, which is, as we've established, true-ish. He also... He also talked about how we need to, quote, find a way to fix drug addiction caused by accessible health care, end quote, which I don't, I, I get maybe he's trying to say like doctors will prescribe medicines and then get people addicted to them. Like and the then, opioid like, crisis? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, but to, to say that it's caused by accessible health care seems like a real weird choice. I almost wonder if that's like a, a fuck up like he didn't like he said it Mm. wrong i guess i don't know yeah yeah fair enough Uh, but if any of that wasn't wild enough for you he also broke down into tears while uh railing against abortion uh and claiming that he and his then wife kim kardashian had almost aborted their eldest child northwest again a thing that this child is going to one day learn about yeah fucking uh jesus christ then there's the part where he shit on harriet tubman because she quote didn't free the slaves he then insisted that she just forced them to work for different white people which is a hot take from the same man who once claimed that slavery was a choice yeah fucking i'm getting re-mad reading all this stuff again by the way Oh, my God. Other choice uh, uh, opinions from his platform include his thou shalt not kill policy on abortion. Um, However, he conceded that, quote, the law is not by God so that he might not be able to outlaw abortion fully. uh, But he wanted to he wanted to set up a program where where the government would pay one and this is a quote one million dollars or something in that range to women who chose not to abort their children end quote 
he he offered no details on where that money would come from at all and it also reads like uh uh fucking the mom from arrested development where it's like how much could milk really cost these days how much is a banana ten dollars yeah 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 it's like one million dollars or something in that range you know a little bit of money to start a family oh my god uh he did participate in the george floyd protests and also paid off uh george floyd's daughter's tuition uh but then he also claimed to be against the black lives matter movement and stated that quote the police are people too which is uh again just a wild choice to do it in that order i guess um kanye also claimed that welfare you know you you always know something's good when it starts with this Uh, this whatever people start in with welfare (laughs) all right give it to me kanye also claimed that welfare was a tool used by quote the democratic plantation to quote take fathers out of their home and keep black families dependent on the party and he also claimed that homicide was a byproduct of welfare what Oh yeah, which part of that is confusing you? Is it all of f- it? <laughs> all of it. For the first the like taking fathers away, I'm like, what what part of welfare takes fathers away? Then like yeah. makes them dependent on the state. I was like no, the goal is that like it gets you to a place where you can eventually be more self-sufficient. Great, you know, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> Look, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, he wasn't ever on welfare because I honestly and truly, I don't know. But as somebody that was on welfare, I can tell you straight up, dog, it's not as easy as applying once and then just staying on it forever. Yeah, forever. You have to constantly justify it. Yeah, exactly. It's And if you don't, if you're not, if you're provably not trying to get to a better situation it actively becomes harder to get it it's not yeah it's such a it's such a it's such a fucking wild take like i like i said whenever somebody starts off with like welfare and in that tone you're like oh this is gonna be fucking good tell me tell me how you've never been on welfare my guy yeah (laughs) jesus christ look after all was said and done kanye's campaign was as big of a dumpster fire as you would have thought He only appeared on 12 states' ballots. He received less than 0.5% of the votes in each of them, and he was obviously not elected president. Right. Although he was successful in creating a bunch of problems for himself. You see, he raised over $14 million for his campaign, but $12.5 million of that came from his own bank account. Oh, no. Yeah, and $13 million of that budget was spent in the process of trying to get him elected. Just a, I, uh, I can't imagine having $12.5 million to piss away on a dumb fucking bit that you came up with in the shower at Chris Jenner's house for the fucking VMAs, my guy. Yeah. The, the, that other $2 million and possibly more uh, seems to have come from a secret network of Republican Party members. Uh, Kanye refused to report these transactions and is currently under investigation for violating federal law in an attempt to hide Republican affiliation. And if you're wondering why the Republicans would back a candidate running against Donald Trump, it's because certain conservatives believe that Kanye would pull votes away from Democratic candidate Joseph Biden. And when asked whether or not that was his plan, Kanye stated, and I quote, I'm not denying it. Oh, jeez. I don't think it, I don't think he planned it. I think other people planned other, yeah. around him. Yeah. I think it's really clear that the support that he got both from Trump and other people, they like they knew that he wasn't a serious threat to Donald Trump, although yeah. he, he could have been because like there is evidence that suggests he may have actually taken some votes away from Donald mm-hmm. Trump. Uh, because I I know a lot of fans of Kanye, and I think very few of them were actually going to vote for him uh, because it's stupid. It's so clearly a yeah. stupid choice. 
Uh, although, to be fair, Kanye, a huge fan of Kanye, also voted for Kanye. Uh, and that was the first time that he had apparently ever voted before in his life. <laughs> oh, God. Wild. Just a wild choice. Um, so the legal issues don't stop there either. Remember how I mentioned that Kanye had to get a certain number of signatures in order to get onto the ballot? Uh, well, the FEC is investigating Kanye and his campaign for fraud. Apparently, his petitions included such names as Bernie Sanders and Mickey Mouse. Just mm, shit. Yeah. Several other signatures were paired with non-existent addresses or are fully fictitious citizens. Uh, in New Jersey alone... Over 30 signatures were found to be fraudulent because they were clearly signed with the same handwriting. Which oh, my God. It seems hard to prove that, right? Well, not if 30 people in a row use little circles to dot their eyes. Oh, no. But fear not. According to Ye, he will return in 2024 for yet another presidential campaign. And in the meantime... We will be back next week with the final and possibly the most frustrating episode of our series on Kanye West. That's right, baby. We're doing a full episode on him and his stupid anti-Semitic bullshit. Yeah, it didn't seem right to just squeeze that into another episode when it's taken front and center recently. Yeah, and especially with how far back it goes, and I didn't realize that. I, I messaged you, Paige, mm -hmm. about how like learning how long he's thought this way has made most, if not all, of his music unlistenable to me. Like I just mm -hmm. can't, I can't, I can't do it because I know that while he was making his old music, he was a fucking Hitler praising piece of shit. Yeah. So, ugh. But guess what? We're done with this episode. You made yes. it. We're here. Made it. Uh, and you can support us running for president. That's right. We're running oh, on God. the same ballot as one candidate. We will be legally sewing ourselves together mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. that we are one entity. At the um, foot. At the, like a yeah. three-legged race. We decided to do it the worst way possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't really factor in the height difference. No. That's like when I, I roast battled a guy uh, while we were on break who was six foot seven. Oh, my God. And when you watch the video, I look like a child next to him. Like I'm the child he's babysitting for the day. <laughs> uh, well, hey, if you want to support our completely fictitious and not at all real campaign, mm -hmm. uh, but our actual real show that we make, you can go to patreon.com slash cult podcast um and hey if you want to find me on social media you can it's very easy i'm at mondo does stuff on everything that's instagram twitter tiktok um fucking twitch even that's m-a-n-d-o does stuff all one word uh yeah come hang out come come find me um this month, I'm going to be in San Francisco for SF Sketchfest on the 26th, 27th, 28th, and 29th. Uh, so show dates are coming for that. I assume this week. But basically, this week, check my Instagram, and, and I'll have information on, and tickets and everything like that. It's going to be a fun time. Come see me if you can. It's going to be a blast. I love you so much. Good night, goodbye, and good luck. Mwah. Mwah. Uh, hey, it's your girl Paige. Uh, if you also love the movie Annihilation, mm. um, we probably have stuff in common and you should probably follow me on social media at Paige Wesley on Twitter or at Rampage Wesley on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, I do have a ton of shows coming up in the next couple months. I will be posting them on Instagram. Most of them are going to be in the Los Angeles, Las Vegas area. Um, but in the summer... Uh, I have a couple different places that I will be going. So um, keep your ears peeled. Keep an eye on Instagram. That's the best place to look. Uh, and if you don't hear enough of my voice, you can listen to it on Horror Virgin and Romancing the Pod. Uh, and if you don't like my voice but like the things in my brain, you can listen to Ship Hits the Fan. It's up to you. Uh, <laughs> and I love you so much. Love you. Mean it. Bye. <laughs> if you don't like my voice but you like what's in my brain yeah uh, that's uh, no that's if you're that's... like i like these thoughts i just wish they sounded different <laughs> uh 
that's that's very funny uh hey if you want to follow the show on instagram you can it's uh at colt podcast or at colt podcast show on twitter you can also send us an email to colt podcast show at gmail.com or if you also think that andrew garfield and sebastian stan were robbed this award season we can commiserate together and make vision boards about it. And you could send those to 3756 West Avenue 40, Suite K, number 237. Like, like the, the Shining. Los Angeles, California, 90065. And I think for this, I'm going to say don't drink tactical bath. That's not what it's for. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wipe yourself with tactical bath, squeeze it into a cup, and then take it like a shot if you're a fucking man. If you're a fucking American, An you want to drink your undergunt juices. <laughs> if you're a rock and roll patriot like Kid Rock, then yeah. you're going to drink what comes out of the You're going to collect it. the sweat that comes off his wavy locks, uh. his stringy stringy rat tail hair look i can't prove this but i'm pretty sure that kid rock hasn't taken a shower since 2003 i mean i'm not 100 percent, but somebody should be asking these questions (laughs) that's right we're free thinkers baby yeah and don't drink the kool-aid bye